We'll start when we want to start. But let's let's get started. Sound good at least. Start it up better. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. All right. Spurs three, Newcastle two. Fresh off the international break. How's everyone feeling? Because I feel like it's been a while. It's been a while. What what episode is this? Episode 22. Great question. It's something we always forget. But um, this is not episode 22. This is episode like 29. Well, Nick is drunk and starting is, off is way great, off. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I a really strong we start. <laughs> I thought we were way ahead of 22. Are we really only at 22? Just we to keep it clear, Nick is currently w- drunk walking around Queens after uh, his experience <laughs> at Queen Spurs. Nick, how is Queen Spurs? Let's let's start off with you because I don't know uh, what you're what you're doing right now. Uh, Queen Spurs is going really well right now. I'm betting on uh hold on, I'll let you know. Third and five. God, this is, so, this is the worst. This is the worst. All right, first down, baby. All right. Chiefs <laughs> are going good. Uh Queen Spurs, yeah. Uh Queen Spurs. We're the newest Tottenham Hotspur supporter crew that's not affiliated with the club at all because there's six of us. And we probably need more fandom than that. But uh yeah, no. I would say uh, at least like a, a starting lineup. Uh, starting lineup, it was me, Josh, and like four other people that I can't remember their names, but sorry, everyone. Yeah, but you, that means you uh, need five more to be yeah. legitimate. Sophie, I'm telling you, you're going to come here before Ben does because God forbid that Ben leaves the Upper West Side. You know what I mean? You know how hard it is? It takes uh, me 50 minutes to get there. I have to go all the way to Grand Central and then get on a 40-minute train ride to the most northern part of Queens. Now that we're recording, I want everyone to know that I was doing work the other day and Ben was tweeting himself off our off our Twitter account. And in like the five minutes that I like was doing work, you know, like a responsible adult, like people, they do that. Uh, ben decided not to come. So Queen Spurs, I'm really sorry that Ben couldn't come here because I don't know, in that five minutes. Ben, what did you have to do today that you couldn't make it out here to Rivercrest? I'm up in uh, Westchester, actually. Oh, we love Westchester. Shout out to Westchester. All right. Uh, I'll edit this uh, episode and delete what Sophie just said. <laughs> but uh, no, what? I- my mom and my boyfriend are both from Westchester, New York. Yes. So- oh, nice. Sophie, 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 don't worry. I'll also delete the fact that you said that your mom and uh, boyfriend are also from Westchester. But. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, uh, Queen Spurs, I hope that like anyone out here, I know a couple of the guys here actually on a more serious note, uh, a couple of the people here, they, uh, they said that they listened to our podcast and they, they enjoyed it. They said the guy who is the host, apparently uh, his voice sounds really good or whatever. All right, this is uh, made up. This is well, no, I know, I know, I know. We're just like letting him talk and talk he and talk. All I, all I wanted to ask with is- himself in the bathroom mirror, clearly. <laughs> right. um, all right. All right. All right. The second sounds like a great time. The second part might have been made up, but the first part, they actually did listen to our podcast. They listened to the post Crystal Palace one. So good news there. So hopefully they listen, listen to us uh, in this one because. All right. Hey, now Great. you're, you're they're listening to you. Guy. So far, this has been unusable. You're just you're just ranting. Jose, how are you doing? Como esta? It's uh, I'm good. I hope my mic issues are solved. I'm here with my kid. We had a great Sunday so far. Spurs won. Woke up and got to witness. Dyer doing dumb shit, but hey, why did you say you why did you say you woke up like you're not in the same time zone as us? Like, like you woke up at like fucking six a.m. and you shut up for like thirty I, I, seconds. I might have <laughs> woke up a little bit early, yeah. And the spurs were on my mind. I, I couldn't go to sleep. I'm sorry, I couldn't let that one go. Sophie, how are you? Pretty good. Um, yeah, a little bit. Be uh, I had my first 
rowing race in Germany this weekend, and we won by and one. And tell second. them how they went. Yeah, we won. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was pretty fun. Let's go. Um, yeah, podcast it, undefeated in the races in Bavaria. Gosh. And you're I the can. admin. Please mute him. That's so true. <laughs> I, I forgot. Actually, I forgot I could do that. I will be doing that. Joe Mar, how are you doing? I am doing all right. Um, I just wanted to say before um, I go away or whatever that my dad manifested the dire own goal because we got up early and we were playing some FIFA and uh, he actually own gold with dire almost the same exact way. Almost so, the sa- yeah, it was almost identical. <laughs> this shit was crazy. Couldn't believe it. Well, that that's the dire that's dire for you. After I was literally saying he was gonna have he was having a great game. All right, let's get into the game. So we're, we won three to two. I forgot about Derek because classic me. I don't want to take all the blame for forgetting about Derek, but like one, I love that I forgot about Derek. Two, I blame this on Nick. his face. He's so offended. Nick. Nick hasn't shut up the the first like five minutes of this. Derek, I'm I sorry. I haven't said a word in the past minute. How are you, Nick? Shut up. I'm great. It felt like uh, the most Tottenham game to ever Tottenham today. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> we gave up a goal in the first. But we two won. Minutes. How is that possible? No, we gave. It felt like. No, that wasn't very. I feel like game. there were a lot of peak Pochettino games where we would give up a goal in the first five minutes and then somehow come back, and then we're very comfortable. And they score a stupid goal, which in this case they didn't even score the goal, but it felt peak Pochettino. But again, we won. Three points. Can't Derek, are those headphones? It's true. We can never have a pure victory. That's very Tottenham. No, well, Nick, I they're mean, not new. I got these for Christmas last year. So I know, let's, that ma- I know the map behind you isn't new. The map is very new. All right, I'm meeting Nick. So let's jump right into this. Uh, let's get the lineups. Jose, do you want to give us the lineup? <laughs> uh, let me yeah, look them up. Not- I don't have them ready. So, but... It was um, Hugo Lloris. Do it. Do it off the top of your head. Come on. Off the top of my head, it was Hugo Lloris and Tim Dinette, as always. And then we had uh, Emerson Royale, Dyer, Romero, and Regulon in our backfield. We had our midfield trio of Skip, Hoiberg, and Ndombele. And up top, we had Sonny, Lucas Mora, and, of course, Mr. Kane. So Nino came out, started the same exact lineup that we did just against Villa, which is exactly, I'm guessing, what everyone wanted. Anyone have any other opinions that this wasn't the lineup we shouldn't have gone with? Nope. I Go for it, Derek. Lucas, as I said a million times, shouldn't be starting. Who should be there? He had a, Brian, he had a really good Brian Heal. I also agree with, uh, can you hear me? Did you unmute me? No. Yeah, yeah, we I, yeah, we hear you. <laughs> Uh, I actually completely agree with Derek that we should have had Brian Hill in there, but at the same time, Lucas played a beautiful game today. Agreed, agreed. But we'll get into that. Yeah, he was as, so, as good. George he was so said good on the, on the group Lucas chat, was I think so that's good our, today. As, so good. He was good, but like George said on the group chat, I think that's pretty much our strongest lineup. I I, I was pretty cool with the lineup. Right, so we entered, that's we, only yeah. strengthened by the fact that there were no subs. Sorry to get ahead of it, but like <laughs> yeah, okay, this is no clearly his starting eleven. I was shocked. I thought I had lost my mind. There were no subs, right? Not a single <laughs> one in 90 minutes. He said, though, they did get extra rest. They did get extra rest. It, they weren't playing like a straight 45 and then like a straight 45. Romero you know what played, mean? what, three games in a week in, in, in South true. America? What the? What is going on? And we have a game Thursday, don't we? 
All right. So as expected, the atmosphere at St. James Park was out of this world. New owners that we're not going to talk about. I'll make my jokes, but we've decided that we're going to keep our general opinions about the new owners to ourselves. New owners, uh, tons of money coming in. Newcastle fans were ecstatic. Two minutes in, we did not handle that that pressure or that atmosphere well at all. Two minutes in, Kalen Wilson, goal for Newcastle. So I wrote that clearly wrote this has got to be on Romero, even if it was a really good play, good movement by Calvin Wilson, but Romero's got to attack that ball quicker. But yeah, and, and Sophie, I, Jose, anyone? There's a lot of I us think, here today. Yeah, I think you said Romero, yeah. I, you can say it was on Romero, but before Romero, Emerson made a terrible play on the ball, and he I don't know what he was trying to do with the ball. He just Agreed. he got to the ball somehow and just didn't kick it forward, and it just stayed right where it was, and he just lost possession. And I, I think a little bit of blame goes on Emerson as well. I just think Emerson Nothing had I- uh, an Orier game today where he – no red card, obviously, but he had a lot of great moments and a lot of iffy moments. <laughs> and this was one of the iffy ones where I don't know what the hell he was doing. Nothing on Dyer there, though? No, because he moved behind He moved behind Romero, so it's, it becomes Romero's man. The move was Caleb Wilson jumped in front of Romero to get to the header while Romero was just late. So I can't blame Dyer. Is no one going to say enough. anything about Callum Wilson? Ben is like Kalen. Kalum. We don't do names well on this show. Don't you know that? It's, it's part Callum. of our. It, it's part of our shtick. He's uh, on my wh- fantasy wh- team. Welcome. Oh my god. Respect the, the name. The, He's on his fantasy team. I yeah. can't. I can't decide what I care about less. Uh, <laughs> your fantasy team or anything else on earth. Uh, but I don't know. I was a little upset with Dyer there at first, but. Did you think he no should have else? stopped the? He sh- you, th- you thought he should have stopped the ball in that it was close enough to him. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of thought that like Dyer had like a little bit of a beat on it, but it was close. I to him. I, I, close. I, I, I guess it was. Is, is this just me? Because no, I, I. Tomorrow, were you just raising your hand? Because that's the most respectful <laughs> yeah. thing that has ever happened in this podcast. Yes. <laughs> He's calling me Mister Mister Blum. Also, I taught him well. I taught him well. Well, I you taught him. Hor- you taught him horribly. He acts like a Yankees fan is like the most poverty club on earth. Are you kidding me? We are. Let right the now. boy speak. Yeah, just muted, Nick. Proceed. So uh, I have to agree with Nick there. I think even though I can't fully blame him, but um, I think he could have at least made a run for it because I remember looking at the replay. He like after the ball was crossed, he stopped running, it, and it was like. There was zero attempt at actually getting the ball. And then for, I can't blame Romero because um, he was going forward for the ball, but Callum Wilson got in front of him. So I don't know. It was just if he defending from both of them, from all three of them, the whole team, basically. Omar, how dare you? Okay. You just defended wow. me after we defended you. Okay. Wow. I have, a lot, to, you, I have a lot to say. First off, um, before Sophie speaks, thank you, Gilmar. <laughs> Sophie, go ahead. I thought he was <laughs> muted. <laughs> I can I can I can unmute myself, but <laughs> but no, go ahead. Great, Sophie, please. Thank you. Okay, so I feel like in this situation we could very easily like try to point fingers at the specific defenders, but I think the whole situation comes back to something that I've been really frustrated about with our backline for the last few games. I've said it before. I think there's been a lot of half-ass clearing and not like a commitment to to like get the ball, get control of the ball and feed it out or, you know, get the ball out of bounds, whatever. It's been this like half-ass clearing to 
sorry, Jamar, for my language. Um, but <laughs> um, I just saw this innocent face looking at me and I couldn't, I, I couldn't not say anything, <laughs> but um, it, I just think, yeah, there was, there's like been these like half clearances, like halfway up our half of the pitch, like to their players. And, and then all this does is like kind of in soup panic. And I think like that, if I'm not mistaken, it happened like relatively quickly before this attempt, we like lost the ball and there was just like panic. I just think we just like forget. We like, there's a split second where all of our players just like forget what to do when we lose the ball. They're just like, what do we do? We made a mistake. And um, it happened like right after they scored as well. Larice just did a really bad pass and everyone was like, ah, we lost the plot. So yeah. Nick, please, when you edit this, get those voice pins of what Sophie just did. So Larice, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Larice handled the ball not well. That's crazy. I can't believe that happened. Um, wow. But I just think Giants it's a, part, are... a larger issue than just this one goal. But it was a good example. Yeah. <laughs> the first, the first fifteen minutes, I kept saying, oh, "We're gonna have the we midfield." We don't wake up in the first fifteen minutes of the game. It and the midfield, really the snooze button. The midfield was disjointed. In that it seemed I, the, the combination between where Skip and Hoiberg were compared to when Dombele left our midfield open, which we eventually fixed after that 15, 15 minutes, and they were great from that point on. Great yeah, I, I was going to say the story of the game for me was after that first, Ben, your point, the first 15 minutes after that, it was like they were like phenomenal. I mean, they, uh, one of you guys, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know who, maybe Jose, I'm going to throw a little, uh, Lovato Jose, one of you guys shared that uh, tweet where like only Hoiberg missed one pass, and that, that was, was Ben. That was Ben. <laughs> oh well, uh, I'm still gonna give the love to Jose because I hate them. Because uh, Ben didn't come out today. You didn't come out. You didn't come out to Queen Spurs. Very sad. Uh, but no, seriously. I mean, like they were like they were very like the midfield was like I don't. Solid. I can't remember. I can't remember a game Except this for the year first where. I can't remember. Uh, correct, correct. I can't remember after the first 10, 15, not even 15, maybe 10 minutes. Other than that, I mean, they were definitely like a little. The beginning of the game obviously wasn't good. They scored two minutes in. But uh, other than that, I mean, this was, I think, our best midfield effort. Was it not? Like, I mean, definitely. I don't remember watching a game all year where that midfield looked so, I'm sorry, no, so fucking clean. It, it did. was beautiful. It did. It did. And right to Ben's point, around the 16th minute, I have my next note where there was great lick gun play between Tangy and Sonny, and they found Lucas with a whole bunch of space, and then Lucas did what Lucas does. I wrote, I wrote yikes. the ball into oblivion. I don't, I don't know, know who was trying to get the ball. That was there. the worst cross ever. <laughs> yeah. Ever. That was like Sissoko shooting at net. A lot of ever's been thrown around right here. Cross. That was awful. Absolutely awful. Right before that happened, can I say, when we were still, I just want to make sure I got this in there. The commentators, and again, usually I just like roll my eyes at them, but I think that they actually sometimes say, make some good comments. I will, you know, whatever. That's their job. But um, they said that it literally like just looked like we were doing training drills. Like we had no pace on the mm-hmm. ball. We were, and I just, yeah. that, as soon as they said it, I couldn't unsee it. Yep. I was like, uh, yeah. This was true. This was true. <laughs> it was, yeah, the, fir- the first was bad. And then apparently Lucas thought he was at field goal practice. So, you know, made sense. <laughs> but that was so terrible. Only two minutes later, correct. everything changes. So our goal comes courtesy of Andomble with a beautiful shot. But the whole link up, Dyer puts a beautiful pass to Reggie, who literally sits it down. 
I'm assuming the Bears just scored. I'm assuming the Bears just scored. But yeah, Reggie literally just sits it down right in his foot. Immediately gives it to Ndombele, who puts in what we've been not complaining about, but I brought it up that his shooting isn't great, but this shot was spectacular. 1-1. Let's start with Jomar. Um, I've got to be ready. There's six of us in here. (laughs) Okay, so then it was a good goal. And I don't know. I mean, he's a midfielder. I don't think his, we don't see his productivity in front of goal as much, but I don't think his shot has ever been bad. I mean, he scored on his debut from like outside the box. He has um, a point. Against Aston Villa. It's never been bad. It's just he's a midfielder and um, he's not an Erickson. He's, he doesn't run. So he's not, he's not creating himself those chances. But when he does create himself those chances, I, I think he does have a good right foot. He just does that. But, but we, never, we never knew Erickson as a guy who would run. I mean, we knew Erickson as a guy who picked out passes. And the problem with Tange is that we, they used to put him – too deep right I mean they obviously put him like very high up the pitch in this game and it was I thought we saw some very good results I mean this game was obviously three to two one goal difference beautiful strike by Eric Dyer in our own net but other than that about the entire game before we start the (laughs) before we start the podcast I'm just saying again Nick is drunk in Queens and is just totally off script no no I'm not drunk I guess I'm gonna bow out in like five minutes so because you guys have six people on this podcast so you don't need me but I'm uh I'm just saying that you know I I I I never thought that Tongay's like I mean, his passing is obviously beautiful. His touch is obviously beautiful. The way he gets around defenders is beautiful. And I think with Erickson, just obviously his work rate getting back, it works better with like Delhi, who would just only stay forward. But I mean, now you can't have just Tange and Delhi staying forward because you need some, you need somebody to get back, right? So I mean that's speaking a, of which Skippy did his hustle today. I just need to shout out to it. You can never had, critique Skippy his had, hustle. He had a game, another game. Another Sophie, game. can you do me a favor and not disrespect all of us and not make a comment about Skippy's hairline, please? I actually wasn't going to. I don't have any notes about it. I didn't even notice it because he was playing so well. N- not gonna not gonna lie, this podcast overall, great hair. We all have great hair and not not losing it. Oh yeah, that's actually true. Yeah. My hair is kind of gray. I mean, I'm wearing a hat, but I'm not losing my hair. So, your Joe hair is kind of well, gray, Nick. Me and me and Joe, me and Jose are gray as hell. <laughs> yeah. I got I got grays. Joe Meyer, where's your hairline, dog? Um, we shall not. All right, <laughs> moving on. Hey, we're talking. Whoa, the, who wants the 16 year old hairline? Is there. who wants to talk? Oh. Anyone else have anything to say about the goal before we keep going? No, like you, I think you covered it completely. It was a great long ball from Dyer and the way that Reggie controlled that ball with his foot to you know, pass the ball forward was, was awesome. And like was a little a bit to what pass. Jamar said, what Tangy, we don't see Tangy in those positions that much. And when he does, he usually does finish well. But, you know, going a little bit forward too, Tangy to me, I love the way he was always trying to get the ball forward today, almost at will. And I, I love that. Just like Winks does, right? Well, yeah, that's why. Like that's me. why I sent that. Um, the, the skip and Hoiberg passing heart, chart. Heart, you saw like five passes go forward. I'm like Winks. Look at that. Look at that. They completed all their passes and still made forward passes. But I didn't what make did, the joke yeah. at the time. 
what direction were they going is my question. Wings only knows sideways and backwards. But anyway, yeah. five minutes later, Kane gets an, an awkward goal, a great goal, but just VAR uncomfortable. Flag went up, but I mean, to break the spell, Kane gets in a pass from Hoiberg. He does the classic striker thing where he kind of runs back and he's just barely off sides. It usually never gets called. It usually always gets called off sides, but you know, oh, Kane made it work. Beautiful tapping over the goalie to break the, yeah, to break this, the goal scoring spell. He so clearly thought it was offside. Oh, he smiled like, like it was offsides. No, I think he was being smug. I think he knew no, he was I- on and he was looking at the, uh, at the linesman like, now nah, you messed this up. But th- this, this goal reminded me a lot of the tangy goal last season with the outside looping shot to the back corner. And it also reminded me a little of Delhi's goal against Arsenal. Early Tange. Wow, Derek with a good point there for once. The Sheffield, the goal versus she- with, she- with Sheffield, even though there was a lot more skill, I thought, in that Sheffield goal than Kane needed to put yeah, in. Oh, for sure, for sure. Backwards. But I, I saw it live. I was watching the Bissell Brothers on this terrible, like, I love Bissell Brothers. It's one of the best breweries in Maine. Have you asked about my friend, it, by the way? No, not yet. I'm, have you I muted been him? Yet? I, I've been on COVID. I have, I've been on COVID quarantine true, true, for the true. last 10 days. Derek has COVID. Not anymore. Not We're anymore. Good. But he could be common cold. It was a, cold? It, it was. He's got the he's got the sunny COVID. No, it's the false positive. So we we had we had a, a projector screen that I everything was glared no matter where you were. And I wasn't really sure if he was on side or not. But as soon as I saw the first replay, it was very clear that he was on. Like that guy all the way on the other side on the other side of the field. I don't know what that hero linesman was looking at, but it was very. But he's a hero. Uh, Not all heroes wear capes. What was that, Nick? Uh, I have a full (laughs) beer sitting there waiting for me, so I'm gonna head out. Uh, That was a beautiful goal by Kane. I thought he was offsides. Um, Did anyone else think he was offsides? No one. He he was not listening. Thank you, Nick. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for your contributions. Yeah, literally. You're done. Have fun, have fun editing this. Uh... <laughs> oh, no. He doesn't realize he's muted. <laughs> I don't know what he's telling us to do, but it was great to see Kane get off the schneid. I think he's telling us to shut up for whatever reason. <laughs> he's still talking. All right. Yeah, but it was still it was great to see, you know, using a whispers in podcast. We have an American fan base and use an American term. He got off the schneid. It was great to see him do that. I thought it was a great piece of skill to flick the ball over the goalie, seeing him that he was coming. He came up too close and he was clearly onside. It was it was cool. Cool to see Kane. My, I'm going to talk about Kane a little bit later. But yeah, great to see him get on the board. All right. Uh Come on, you Spurs, Queen Spurs, uh, Rivercrest. Spurs in podcast. Up, uh, uh, Spurs in podcast. Uh, ben, we're going to meet here on October 30th, 12.30 p- or, yeah, 12.30 p.m. against Manchester United. Everyone here is invited except Derek. because he- All right, so where were we? Did we just we just finished talking about the second goal. Does anyone have no, anything we, else to we say? We haven't even gotten to this. Oh yeah, we got to the second. We goal. did get into the second goal. God, we're I all we're all flustered. Words. We're all flustered. Um, I blame Sophie, Nick. Sophie, Derek, anything on on Jamar? Anything else on that goal? <laughs> uh, Great job by Kane. Great job yeah. by Hoiberg. Just to put it in there, because oh, yeah. Hoiberg definitely didn't know if he was onside or offside, and because the guy who kept him onside was obviously on the other side of the field, so Hoiberg just to put in that open space was yeah heads up heads up play. 
So my my next note was actually about Christian's Rom- Christian Romero's play. Um, I found I found him out of position a few times. He he's very aggressive. So Dyer has to recover for him, and if that works out, it could be good because I think Romero's going to be excellent. Uh, would they on? Um, I forgot. What they, I forgot how it happened. They got in on one of the goals because Romero had he sl- he slide tackles maybe too quickly or drops the ground. And there was another time where he was way caught up way up field and Kalen Wilson got the ball right in the box because they passed it right into his the position where he was supposed to be. Callum. 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 Sorry. But in general, I really think he's a good player. He's just very aggressive. And if you find the right partner to recover for when he is aggressive, it works out. But he did leave spots open today. That was my only thing about Romero. So I'm going to guess you guys follow Nathan A. Clark on on Twitter, maybe not. From the I don't extra inch. tweet frequently. Okay, well, I, I don't either. I just follow people. So I, I don't partake in the Twitter realm. He breaks defenders down between, especially central defenders, as a dog and a cat. So dogs are constantly going after things the same way that actual dogs follow garbage trucks, uh, mailmen, and cats are much calmer and composed Romero is definitely a dog that man is going after everything he possibly can he is being aggressive as all hell taking people out I mean you go back to the last game we played when he wiped somebody out and probably should have gotten a red but didn't because I don't know why but he wiped somebody out incredibly well we need to find a cat really is what it comes down to and I don't know if we have any cats on this team. I feel like we have. Dyer's a really bad cat. Dyer is a really bad sure, cat. Sure. And the little thing is a good point that Derek's bringing like, up right he's now. He's like James Corden in Cats. Mm-hmm. Or anyone in Cats. Or Cats <laughs> the movie. Cats. Right, the movie, right. <laughs> Just in general. Cats the movie. Not that I've even seen it. Can we but Photoshop like... Dyer to Cats the movie? That would be incredible. Just like he, should, he should have been in the movie. They didn't even need to really put a cat face on him and it would have worked. But it's, it's a really good point what Derek's bringing up. And it's a little concerning because later on in the game, I saw Derek, I mean, Derek, I saw Dyer trying to trying to be like a dog. And he played a, he played, he made a tackle from behind that he usually doesn't do. And it's something that Romero does a lot. He tries to poke the ball from behind the defender. And I saw Dyer try to do that, and he got called for a foul. And I hope he doesn't try to continue to keep on doing that because I don't think he's really good at that. I, I, it's okay for Romero to do that because I think he has that skill to do it. But I don't want to see Dyer to continue to try to win these tackles from behind like he did today. It's hard to pull the to central defensive though, midfielder out of him. Like That's who he fair, is. I want to say that aside from the, mist- the beautiful goal he scored for the wrong in the wrong goal at the end of the game, I wasn't mad at him this game. Like he had a like a relatively okay game. Like I wasn't. I thought it was a know, really good game until he scored. Yeah, it was on, a good game until he scored on us, and you have. Yeah, to but take I, I want to just yeah. like we were ba- we're like we're being quite harsh on him, and like yeah, there are things you can pick out. There are always things you can pick out, especially with him. But he had a pretty good game today, except for the end. My point that I wanted to save for, you know, closer to the end was I don't think anyone had a bad game. I, Dyer had a bad moment, but I don't think he necessarily played a get, bad game. Agreed. Um, Emerson, as I said earlier, had a not great moment, but I don't think anyone I, on the team. I think it was a good team effort. I agree. I thought Emerson was pretty good other than that in the first two minutes. I had no problems with him. I 
thought he was excellent. Do have something. 30, 39th minute. I wanted to bring up what happened at 39th oh, minute. Let's go. To, but before we go to the 39th, out of the the building? 30, 30th and 36th minute, we got to go. shout out Skippy. Like, like Just, Sophie said yeah. earlier, Skippy, in the 30th minute, he had a great sliding tackle. And on the 36th minute, he actually had two tackles in a row, two consecutive tackles, won the ball, and passed it forward to Endombele. Endombele shot a, a pretty decent shot. So Skippy definitely with that hustle. It, yeah, it's always hard to find moments for Skip, but he was just unbelievable today all over the field. Him and Hoiberg together were great. Hoiberg getting up They're the field. They're becoming a great duo. They really are. And I, I still am nervous about the offensive abilities of Hoiberg playing farther up with Justin Domble. And if we get caught out playing better teams, because let's not, we played Newcastle today and they look like a team that is just completely lost. And I wrote, I mean, this is for the second half, but we'll get there later. But I literally wrote, the only way they're Newcastle is scoring is if we score for them because they looked awful. But in the thirty nine, you and Jose, it's like you wanted this to happen. Yeah, but, exactly. So in the 39th minute, I, I feel like we bring this up a lot. Lucas can jump out of the building. He got that I header up, that he put off the crossbar. Mad hops, mad hops. He's the smallest guy in the field. How does it happen? He, he is like there. a hundred inch vertical. Go, oh, Jamar. Go, oh, Jamar. Jamar got his hand up. <laughs> there is a I was scrolling through Instagram a couple of days ago and there was a this post that um Lucas he wins like 60 something percent of his aerial duels and I it said that he was uh he was beating the likes of center backs like Virgil van Dyke and Ruben Diaz which is insane for a I think I'm taller than Lucas I think Lucas is 5'8 yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> no, Lucas is the guy. Lucas is the person that you went to high school with who has no actual, like, fundamentals, but he has all of the physical skills. Like, he's bench pressing 225 for far too much. He can do a 42-inch vert. He's faster than everybody else. I don't think Lucas has ever benched in his entire life 225, but it's more of a football reference, at least American football, because that's what other, I'm used to. Other than but, Triori, I don't think any soccer player is benching 225. Uh, <laughs> maybe Lucas is just a, a war, a war, uh, a weight room hero. Who knows? Maybe Lucas is just pumping out on the squat machine. Bench press. Uh, squats. I, he jumps. Bench press. What is he doing? He's using his chest to jump. Yeah, well, you know, maybe he's a weight room hero altogether. He's clearly, he clearly is doing he just lives for something. Good. You remember when <laughs> Jose might remember this because we're we're close. Well, no, Ben and I are closer in age than Jose. But when Ooh. I was growing up and in high school, there was a program that would quote, quote unquote help your vertical, and they had these ridiculous shoes with a circle on like the front half of your your feet that would help you actually get your vertical up as again a white man who can't jump very well <laughs> some bullshit and you would basically build your calves and your your quads up so maybe lucas was doing the brazilian version of that but he is clearly clearly the vertical king when it comes to the premier league because he has no business getting the headers that he does yeah just in no logical world this happens but it's happening and i love it and over and over again it always happens I know it just keeps happening. Maybe he, shines his head. Maybe he like shines his head and like it just like helps him get there. It's, it, he no, it's just he's. He I just, didn't talk about Skippy's head, 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 okay? 
And Lucas doesn't have any hair, but he shaved it all off, so we can't judge him. But yeah, so Lucas jumps out of the building, hits the crossbar, unfortunate. After that, a very unfortunate event in the game happens, and I'm going to pass it on to Sophie because she's going to handle it way better than I could. So Sophie, you like to well, say what would happen? I, I just, obviously there was a medical emergency, and I wanted to credit our players, especially uh, Reggion and Dyer, for alerting the um, officials that there was a medical emergency in the stands of the Newcastle fans and um, Dyer who flagged down the, um, the, the, the staff of Tottenham to get a defibrillator. Um, and I just wanted to kind of echo what the commentator said in the moment that this kind of just puts in perspective, you know, we're commenting and nitpicking these like little points of the game and, you know, poking fun at people, but, when this kind of life-threatening situation comes along, it does kind of put things in perspective. And obviously that takes pre- like precedence over anything else we're talking about. And of course, after the break, the, you know, the game was suspe- like, you know, play was suspended, et cetera. Um, we found out that the fan was stabilized. And of course we wish them all, he- so you apparently know, he is recovery awake. and health. Apparently the fan is awake in the hospital. Yeah. I think I saw um, that on Twitter. One thing I will say is that I felt really um, bad that they kept showing Hoybier and saying that and like talking about Erickson and like how he must be really scarred from that. And I just thought that was like a little bit insensitive. Um, but I'm also glad I would rather, to be honest, I'd rather them do that than try to like show the, 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 uh, you know, the situation. The fan, itself. the fan, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was heroic as shit from Reggie and Dyer. I cannot imagine a situation in our country where someone would not only point out a fan being even sick if someone was throwing up on the side of on the sideline or in the stands or even a, a heart attack. I can't imagine us ever stopping a broadcast, even much less a game, like, to like someone who was actually in a, a situation like that. So. I cannot believe how aware the two of them were for something like that to actually happen. So, and props, to be aware of the opponent's fans that you'd probably yeah. want to shut out. Sure, agreed. And Reggie must have seen something. I, I, I know they weren't the, attacking the, so strongly, but the fact Reggie, that he Reggie heard that Reggie heard them great. yell. Reggie heard them yell, "Stop, stop!" And he saw some guy on the ground, and that's what caused it, or that's what Reggie said after the game. Props uh, to Reggie. Jose, I think you said you wanted you wanted to say something. No, no, I wanted to shout out Dyer. I wanted to shout out Dyer and like. Um, Jose, where'd you go? Your your voice is gone again. It's gone again. Yeah, Plug your mic in. So Jose and Jamar are in the same house, but in different rooms, and we've been having some ish, some technical difficulties with Jose's mic. Apparently, they won't use the same mic. You heard well, it here first. For, for some reason. So you hear you hear me now? Better. Yeah, it's better. Much it's better. better. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to shout out um, Dyer, like Sophie said, to have the wherewithal to run to the to the medics and tell them to bring over the defibrillator and all that stuff in that time of crisis was was pretty cool. And to be fair, uh, Dyer's equipped for this because <laughs> instead of fighting someone in the stands, I was like, yeah, Dyer looking for a reason to get in the stands already. Right. He just wants to go. Yeah, I just stands, saw at first. Know? I just He's saw not... him in the stands, and I was like, yeah. "What's happening?" I, I, thought I, thought was I, I thought it was his brother or something that was something happening to. Like, I was like, "What's going on?" This can't be happening again. <laughs> Is there one defibrillator in the whole stadium where we have to go across the field for them to get the defibrillator? Like, I, I'm pretty sure it at makes... MetLife, there's like one at every gate. They made such days. a big deal about there being one in the stadium. They're like, thank God there's one in the stadium. Yeah, I was like, is one, there only one? one? 
<laughs> let's think about the, it. Um, Heart disease is much higher in the United States than it is in, but, in England. Also, I just before we kind of I, I, I don't know if anybody else has anything they want to say about the issue, but or the, you know what happened. But um, I also think that we should credit the officials. I think they did handle it really well and um, and made the appropriate calls that were probably really tough to make because nobody wants to see gameplay stop. And um, it's always an uncomfortable well. situation. Yeah, they I did know. make their call. They did leave us with a weird 10 minutes, but that's. What do you have to do when situations arise like this? But yeah, so we had a so both teams went into the locker room for a bit, a little bit. I don't know exactly the time we came back back out and we played ten minutes of awesome soccer. <laughs> we came out yeah. firing. It was awesome. I think that was our best come out with five minutes. We scored probably our best goal of the season. Five players touched the ball. What was it? And Domble to Lucas and Lucas threw to Kane and Kane to Sonny and Sonny puts it in. Just beautiful soccer all around. Yeah, it came in those awkward ten minutes, but that goal was just great. Yeah, it was. It was. It was another example of Endombele like actually taking over and keep on playing forward football, which I love yeah. today from him. He was and, unreal. And the link play with Lucas, him and Lucas, like you said, and then yeah, Sunny and Kane making he that and Lucas that they always get so do. much credit for that. It was good. They had a nice pivot going on where Lucas would come in the middle because you saw Endombele on both sides. He was all over the field. Not so much on the defensive side. We we were able to take him out of that. But both sides of the field, you saw him on the right, you saw him on the left. He was wherever you needed him to be. He allowed Lucas to come in and Sonny to come in to carry the ball because in general, they are quicker at carrying the ball up the field than Ndombele is, even if Ndombele is better at the move to get us going. But the goal, like I, I want to go back to this goal because it was just beautiful soccer that you don't, free-flowing soccer that we don't usually see, that you don't usually see from us. You haven't seen since last season. Basically, yeah. I mean, I mean, realistically, the first thing I wrote about the goal was that Sunday has officially proven that he doesn't have Corona. <laughs> if he can score that goal, that was the first thing I wrote. But, um, <laughs> um, but realistically, from a tactical standpoint, right? It seems like we line up in a four-three-three every week, but today it felt more of a two-four-two. Three one, yeah. Because it's it's not the same way we lined up with with Pochettino, but it's very clear to me that we have six defenders plus a goalkeeper and four attackers, and there's a very clear distinction between those two. And Peh has the opportunity to run forward, but it was very clear to me that Ndombele was not playing defense, even though he had a couple of interceptions at certain points. So on this specific goal. Man, it was so pretty. There were so many one-touch passes, and it wound its way into when Kane got the ball in the wing and passed it into Sun. I, I knew – I don't know about you guys, but I knew that was a goal. As soon as Kane looked, you could see him get the ball, look to, look to Sun, and it was so clear that he was putting in the perfect pass, and, and the goal was going His sunny senses were tingling. It was awesome. <laughs> it was like <laughs> no, – But Kane, Kane, Kane's vision today was – I mean – I mean, he, he's been half asleep for the yep. rest of the season, but today you've seen a little bit of what Kane, we're used to seeing from Kane. His vision today, his passes today were so crisp, and that pass was another perfect example of why he's such a good player. That was a great, great pass to Sonny. I could have made Not that only the pass, though, I also wrote the, the timing of his run that he stayed on side was mm-hmm. also very impressive because that was also a, another close call. Um, so I just think that whole play from him deserved a lot of credit. 
So we come into the half. It's 3-1. We feel awesome coming after that goal. We have an actual halftime. This, an actual, yeah, halftime. After there was, the there was something before. before half. I'm sorry, Ben, to cut you off. but And I wanted to address it because it was something I was we were talking about Emerson earlier. And around uh, that. When, when Romero went down in the box, when kind of slid, slid tackle, Emerson was Emerson rolling around. Emerson, Emerson was rolling around. Yeah, and they had the ball yeah. in the box. They had the ball and they continued play. And but Emerson needs to stop going down so easily, man. I mean, it's it's becoming a problem. And we could have given up a goal there. I don't know. A, a lot of things could have happened there. And I don't think there was very minimal, like, but it, it wasn't a tough challenge. He just almost, he didn't even, I don't think he even stepped on his foot and he went down. No, he got no, he got him. They just—it's like they don't—they're not a Romero did too. They're not aware of what the is happening with the play always, and they're still rolling around. Like there was one point Romero rolled out of bounds. I think it was near the end of the game. I'm like, you're out of bounds. I told told my kid they look like Neymar. Like you better be injured. And then (laughs) another time where Romero was like in our own box, also on the ground. You know, the South Americans they they love you know to roll around and. But at the same time, we, I think we, at the beginning when they were noticed, when the commentators were noticing this, we're like, they're really like being harsh on Emerson. They need to cut him some slack. He, you know, he's that, you know, we, maybe, maybe he's really hurt, but it's been quite a few games now and it's still happening a lot of the time. And I think the fact that we're starting to say the same thing. Yeah. He just kind of needs to get up and continue playing. (laughs) But at the same time, the first 15 minutes, they were, hacking us down all the oh, time yeah, and were. in the last half hour they're doing the same thing and i'm sure we'll get to it but at least they got a, a level of control back in the game yeah so we go into halftime as per sorry sorry for jumping in front of you guys but we yeah we go into halftime three one feeling good we look really good they look really bad because i want i want to put that out there they looked really bad Newcastle is not a good team, and they did not look like they had anything going for them. They haven't won a game this season. There we go. So they come. We come out in into the second half, and while we didn't score all the second half, and I don't have that many notes for the second half, we can talk kind of talk it into a broader scale of we were dominant, regardless of our lack, regardless of the fact that they won the second half, won nothing technically, but we were all over them. We were unfortunate to not put away a few points. If anyone wants to bring up more points from the second half, but. It was a dominant, yeah, just a showing from us in the second half of possession, control, still getting chances, pushing forwards. And yeah, I, all I wrote was this Newcastle team isn't scoring unless we score for them. It was just let's, 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 anyone have anything to say about before, before the dire goal, all that, all that excellent play before the dire goal? I have two things. I just had the, the red card of our best friend. Voldemort. 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 You can't make fun of his alopecia, guys. Yes, we can. This is America. We can do whatever we want. And it's not a matter of the fact that he doesn't have hair. If he just didn't have hair, like Charlie Villanueva was a guy in the NBA. Yeah, and, and you know what Kevin Garnett? What did Kevin Garnett said to Charlie Villanueva? That's what, but Kevin Garnett is a different level of horrible to this person. podcast. We 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 don't want to be Kevin Garnett. The problem is, is that John Joe Shelby is Voldemort because he is a terrible person and has been slide tackling and doing awful shit his entire career in the Premier League. I I that. love how the commentators were talking about it though. They were like. 
they were saying they're like he just he understands the risk of his dynamic play but he's english sophie that's why he gets those excuses if he was from brazil they'd be like oh it's fucking international he's the worst it's so true. They really, they're like, he just, he goes for it, understanding that some of the time there's a risk. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> We're talking about John Joe Shelby. Just, just to put it out there, like, yeah, I know there's a risk and everything, but as you said, you said in the group, he's a very fascinating person. But a very average player. Let's not like talk about him like we're talking about a great player. Like, right. oh, he knows the risk. The risk that he's most likely going to lose the ball because he's John Joe Shelby. Like, right. But I mean, they were, you got to talk up Newcastle a little bit, I guess. Well, he yeah, all, he anyway. He lasted all of what ten minutes. Was he yep. was he even the yeah, he was the first red card. He was the only red card actually. Only one. Only he was sent to Azkaban. He got two yellows. He got two yellows in a matter of. They had like twenty <laughs> yellows. So yeah, he, was, he was sent um, to Azkaban. That's another problem. Yeah. That's one of the, the only other thing I saw a really nice run from Sun around the eighty fifth minute, and I just love to see that. Um, <laughs> and it's just really good to see him like just. Yeah, well, we did. We did go most of the week thinking he would not be playing. And it's so nice to see him play. Oh, God, that was huge. No sources. Yeah, it was. But that's the whole issue about the whole um, Newcastle thing. I mean, I know we don't want to get into it, but uh, as far as, like, why the fans were a little bit happy because they changed ownership, that guy has been featuring for them for so long. <laughs> and he's been one of their better players. So when you have Voldemort being one of your better players, then you know your team is not headed in the right direction. It's also, like, how, how are the players looking at this game knowing – Maybe they, they 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 made it all. They said it all game. The only player that is probably safe on that entire team is Saint Elaine Maximum. So these guys are what playing for. Uh, Callum Wilson's been all right for them. He scored in the second minute, so I I can't really disagree with them. But yeah, those are probably the two people. And hey, you know what? Maybe it's for the best because we might be able to use some of their shell right now players. Tottenham's going to start picking yeah. up Newcastle's scrubs. Great, absolutely. absolutely. Here, we, here we come. Yes. Hey, listen, is Shelby it'll, it'll... an upgrade on Winks? Yeah, a hundred percent. It's like midfield Aurier. So is Jose, though. Yeah, thank you. We'll pull a. We'll pull like a. a what's his face? Um, hey, John. A donut. A, a donut. donut. Who's donut? Doherty. Sorry. That's amazing. That's that's his name for the rest of the year. Balls go right through the oh. hole. I go because I think of of Gordon Ramsay yelling at him, being like, "You." So yeah, I just in my brain that situation has happened. But um, but I I just I as soon as you said we're gonna start taking their players, I just got a really scary image of us taking their players, and then it and then us ended up ending up with their with their reject manager, and then it just being like Nuno ending up with Doherty again, and then it's just being really sad. I went on a little bit of a tangent there. I'm very sorry. Best case scenario, (laughs) we get Saint Maximan because that he's fucking awesome. Yes, I would love to have him on this team. I have him on my fantasy team. So, yeah, let's not talk about our fantasy teams in that league yeah, and at all. Care about your fantasy. Um, it's just fucking trash. Well, I, I think care. the only thing we need to keep get to in the game is um, dire. Yeah, let's get to it. So, ten men. I forgot what minute it was, but it was generally late in the game. I think it was like the eighty-fifth minute. We get up. We foul someone a little outside the box. They get a set piece. They put us the set piece in beautifully. There is no one from Newcastle near him, despite how pretty the ball was. And Dyer has a Dyer where he just has a brain fart and doesn't know what to do with the ball. 
and he just puts it in the back of our net because he can't decide if he wants to clear it or I don't know that the other option was the way he was facing, but yeah, dire dires. And that's why that's the problem. As good as he can ha- go for having a good game for all game, he does one thing that put us for the last, what, five, six minutes of the game. Now, all of a sudden I'm sweating this game out because Eric Dyer, there was no one around him. And they, <laughs> they, they tried the best of the announcers were like, that ball was so perfect. There was nothing he could have done except put the ball in the back of his own net. I was like, shut the f- like, what are you talking about? You kick the ball as high as you can into the air. So, but yeah, those are my thoughts on the dire goal. No, like my son said earlier, we literally were playing FIFA 15 minutes before the game started. And I scored an own goal with Eric Dyer. I don't know if that trans. I don't know if Enough FIFA knows that. Enough with voodoo FIFA. I don't. I think FIFA knows that Dyer is capable of doing these things, and they let. I didn't want him to put the ball in the in the net. I pressed the <laughs> button for him to clear it. Somehow he kicked it into the ball, the ball into the net, and this is what happened in real life. So, um, shout out to FIFA for making their players very, very accurate. It's so realistic. Too realistic. <laughs> Come on, give us something, Derek. It was a great header, just in the wrong net. <laughs> it was so actually, it was actually t- off his knee. It was, yeah, a, it it was like in knee. between. So we're taking the, the John comment of it would have been a good goal if it went in the right goal. Yeah, no, yeah. 100%. Yeah, that, that's, Shout what, that's what that's what, that's what, wait, wait for that. That was just what John Shout said. John. It would have been a great goal if it had been the other goal. Shout to John. Yeah, so as easygoing as I felt going through the, most of this game, uh, yep, the last five minutes were not the best. Not the best, knowing how this team has done when they let up late goals and just letting up late goals. But we came out with a win, and I thought in general we played really well. We obviously made two mistakes letting in those two goals, but it was excellent. I'm going to jump into who our players of the match were, and I think we're generally on the same page, but maybe someone will switch it up. Let's start with Derek. Actually, no, let's start with Sophie. Derek, you don't get to go first. I like starting with Derek. Okay, we're starting with Derek. I need a minute. minute. Angie is my player of the match. Yep, hundred percent. He was doing the one twos. He scored the first goal. He made he it ninety minutes. He dictated most of, uh, unbelievable. This is the second game this year he's done that, but he dictated the play. He was so good, without question. I know Kane played well, but the best player today was Tangy for me. I'm gonna Jump. disagree with you guys since everybody's kind of in agreement. Shocker! Shocker! Really it's- shocking. It's, it's Kane. Kane. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Go it's ahead. Kane. Look his nuts. He had a, he had a so. goal. He had an assist. His vision today, pushing pushing the ball forward was great. And the guy showed us today. You are the who worst. He is. Who you he are is. the worst. It's Kane, worst. brother. He had a great, great game. The worst. I, I and I give much props to Tangy today. And you know, I, I said it from in the in the beginning of the show. I love the way he was playing the ball forward. I love the way that he was always thinking offense, offense, offense. And he didn't. Worst, I think he had a, you really are. I Derek, think he had a better overall game. Derek, do you think he had a bad game? No, I think Kane was definitely the second best player. But the fact that Jose is licking his balls is the part that really hurts me. I love Harry Kane. I would. I'll agree with 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 um with Ndombele. I think. But Fucking I agree right, that Sophie. Fucking right. And not Derek, just this isn't a dictatorship, by the way. It. Yeah, this isn't a dictatorship. Yeah. No, I think I think that thinking about it, I think the fingers. fact that he lasted the, the the ninety minutes, I think the fact that he, I remember seeing him all around the pit, like he was so dynamic and his movement was so noticeable that I just I think that that does deserve the credit. And I think he did make a big impact. 
I don't think he deserved man of the match, but I do want to give a shout out. We haven't talked about him that much to, to Reggie aside from his heroic, um, you know, just Superman, you know, situation that happened with the, with the fan. I think that he actually did really control that wing and did a great job there. Jamar. Um, I'm going to say, well, it's kind of hard. If there was a like a co-man of the match, no, 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 no. But there's I, no co-man no, of the I, match. Pick Derek, man shut of the match. Derek, get out of here. I'm no, with but, you, but um, I think I, it has to be Tangy, and just because of he was like open for the ball all the time. He was ready to have the ball. He just wanted the ball, and the finish was great. And you love to see it. Um, third place since. Uh, I think Sophie said it. Um, there was she mentioned like a third place. I'm gonna mention Skip because he had a heck of a game as well. Absolutely, um, Skip was agreed. He, yeah, he had a really great game, and he was um, he was doing some great passes as well. Not not only just defending, but he was doing some great passes as well to the wings, which was pretty important. I'm also gonna go with Ndombele. I really just truthfully think he was by far the best player today. Maybe not by far, but yeah, a lot of people are going to get lost in the sauce because everyone played pretty well today. So we can definitely call out people. Exactly. Skip played really well. Reggie played really well. Kane played really well. Sorry. But Ndombele was doing things that we don't see him do. One, he played 90 minutes. He was playing both wings. He was all he was up and down, not up and down the field, but he was playing the width of the field so well, making things happen. And yeah, he was, he was by far the best player today in the sense that... I, it was just so happy to see him actually beating players, taking on players, winning those duels, running around like he was enjoying himself, and that he didn't look tired. And at no point did he actually look tired. It was a different Tenge than you usually he changed see. changed his hair back, and Maybe he's a new man. Maybe, yeah. Maybe Delhi should actually, Delhi's the same man, regardless of hair. But, and Domblay's my guy. Skip is definitely second because I thought he was just all over the place recovering whenever anyone's made any errors or anything. Skip was right there. So, yeah, that's pretty much how, how I thought the game went. We played really well today, and I was pretty pretty psyched, except for those last four minutes after Dyer let up the goal. What does that say? No pain? No pain, and it's showing some guy that's end on big ball. Oh, know, he's supposed to be end on better, but yeah, that's end on better it- today. Okay. Living his best life. <laughs> so <laughs> Anyone have their last thoughts on the game before we get out of here? Because I think we have are we gonna plenty win of the time. Are we going to win the What's, league? Is, what are your thoughts for the upcoming, the next game? Oh, all I saw was that um, Vitesse was playing today and their stands collapsed. Luckily, it was like <laughs> oh, one of the no. lower things. Yeah. Were the fans okay? We can't have any more fan tragedies. I, I watched Metal and Cement break luckily it was low and i don't think anyone got injured but yeah i watched that happen today i don't know nobody do I... want to play us anymore with all of this vitesse is the eighth eighth ranked team in the dutch league right now they're in eighth yeah they're from arnhem it's well, the nothing good to write home is... about no offense i love arnhem yeah, but to get back on what derek was saying maybe we're not winning the league but hey we're currently fifth fourth and, fifth yeah we're fifth. we're fifth we're actually tied in points for fourth but you know, next we, Sunday is going to be a negative massive. three game. Right. We're negative three in, in goal difference, and that's what's keeping us into right. into fifth. So we're, we're, we're four points with, out, like behind first place right now. Correct. Which I know it's so early, 
but it's this early, bad. that's not that bad. Exactly. Well, the real we test a, will be we next a week. Big yeah. game next week, right? Against West Ham. Mm-hmm. That's big a game. massive game. I don't want to overlook the test, but we kind of have to overlook the test. Well, no, I'm just I'm I'm hoping. I assume that we're gonna play kind of a second string team against the test. Geo especially because probably. everyone played 90 minutes today. Can we if he doesn't do that, I'll lose my mind. Sophie brought this up earlier, but it's criminal that we didn't make a single sub. It is. Like Jose or Jose Mourinho. I don't think this ever happened with him. And he was his name is Jose. One of the <laughs> most awful managers we've had in the past 15 years. Shut your mouth. And he never did this. No, I agree. I agree. It shouldn't. He let the boys happen. play, Derek. He let the boys play. <laughs> I, I want the guys to play. I want them to play a, a whole 90 minutes. Um, but that's, uh, it was really unnecessary. We should have had some subs come in. We have some games. That, we have a game in the middle of the week. We have another game next week on Sunday. So, yeah, definitely give your, your key guys who pretty much got you a, a comfortable win today, except for that. What happened? Maybe at the Nuno got scared about the, from the, the tragedy that happened and and forgot that that was his job. Yikes. <laughs> he just saw his life flash before it's his like eyes. A, it's like a Ted Lasso Not moment. Anymore. Hey, listen, we won. This is good. Yeah, but did we not say, did we say it was bad? No, it's the, as it was, good but as it was a Spursy win. Right. As I said at the beginning, it was the most Spurs game I've seen in quite a while. We won, but it was not great. I thought it was great. That's why I, I'm confused. Like, wasn't great, or the scoreline wasn't as great as you thought hard it was. Time no, the scoreline goal great. Right. The, okay. the scoreline was good, but we gave up a goal in the second minute. We had a really great 60 minutes. There's like, and then Eric Dyer was like, uh, I would say a really great like 80 minutes, and then Eric Dyer. Yeah. Right. We let up a goal great. in the second That's and like fair. the 90th. That's fair. But overall, I thought it was a really good game. That we, I mean, we were saying yeah. it throughout the no, podcast I, that. Who were the bad, really the bad players? But yeah, I thought the scoreline doesn't exactly reflect of what I thought the game was. So I wouldn't say it's the I most first game. I think the style. I think the style oh, was the most impressive. Oh, because we didn't because we didn't really score in the second half. What do you What do you think? We just play of, back. Sorry, I don't want to go on a whole nother topic. But what do you think of the commentators saying that Romero brings out the best of Dyer? That it could be a new a new great partnership. I think he was just saying it in general. Like that's how you develop like a partnership. Well, one one of them has to bring bring out the best in each other. But they didn't really say much. They, they brought them up, and then be. they they said it could be. Yes, but I think they just had to say that because they did give Dyer some stick and did not say anything about Romero really when they were talking about them. That's fair. He's like, I don't know if he's really the guy, and I'm like, you you know he's not the guy, but you can't say it exactly like that because you're an announcer for the Thank game. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's not the guy. But we can say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope it works out. Between the dog and the cat, Eric Dyer's is a bad cat. He is from cats, a bad cat. And let's wait. hope the our good cat Nick is okay and makes it out of um, wherever the hell he's at, in Queens. You know, I know. Well, I don't care where Nick is. That was almost wasted. He wasted so much of our time in the beginning, just on his rants or whatever. <laughs> it was funny stuff. I hope no it was funny. Comment. Yeah, I don't. Want... All right, on to Nick. Let's go. Spurs out. Moving into Vitesse. Man, you at the, I mean, West Ham at the weekend. That's, that's the big test. That's the game I'm waiting for. But we'll take the win, of course. Thought it was a good game. Everyone good? Yes. 